As I was walking through the vendor hall at Geekway to the West this past May, I came across Mythica Gaming. They are a small game publisher that also runs a shop, aptly named Game Night, on the outskirts of Peoria, Illinois. I met one of the owners and the lead game designer, Jimmy Sanders. He and I talked geeky gamer stuff, as you would expect, and during my perusing of his wares, a few of his games, well, they found their way into my bag. Dueling Dice was one of those games. In Dueling Dice, you're trying to complete a specific combination of dice results to match your goal cards. A goal card can be worth anywhere from 1 to 5 points depending on how hard it is to complete. The first player to score 15 points or more is declared the winner. Part of what drew me to Dueling Dice is the tagline on the box. A strategy game for people who like rolling dice. Well, I like rolling dice, but dice do not like me rolling them, so this game ought to be interesting. Welcome back to Eat Lunch and Board Game. I'm your host, Adam Collins, and let's take a look at the rule clarity for Dueling Dice. The rule book is one 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper folded in half, making a total of four pages. The rules of the game are quite clear. I do wish, however, that they'd covered a complete set comprised of five rounds. Why? Time to explain to newcomers. This is the game's biggest setback. It's the largest hurdle. Explaining dueling dice can take 15 minutes or more. Complexity, though, is not the issue. Iconography is not the issue. It is just the concept of the game. I explained this game to my son in about five minutes. It took a little longer with the wife, but both of them have a working knowledge of dice games such as Roll For It. However, at work, it seemed like no one was grasping what I was trying to tell them. I think that my coworkers were also a little intimidated by the polyhedral dice. Then we just played the first set and BAM! It was all clear. So my advice, just play an open hand set with everyone so that it clicks much, much faster. To prove this, I recently showed this game to my sister and brother-in-law. I taught it with the open hand method I just explained and they got it perfectly. Gameplay. To set up, place the community board in the middle of the table and dump out all the white community dice onto their corresponding spots on the board. Each die has its own space. D4, D6, D8, D10, and D12. Each player then selects a color of dice in the matching player board. Shuffle the goal cards and place the stack on the draw spot on the community board. Boom! Setup is now complete. Now it is time to play a set. A set consists of five rounds. There are five circles on your player mat, and each one will contain a dice at the end of this set. At the start of each set, each player then draws three goal cards from the top of the deck. Up to two may be discarded, and you draw back up to three. These are your three goals. The object here is to try and get the goal cards to work together. For example... One goal card could say that it needs a color D12 to be a 6 or lower, and another goal card could need a D12 that is odd. 
This could be the same die. For instance, a colored D12 with a 1, 3, or 5 would fit both cards. Once all players have discarded and redrawn, each player then selects one of their colored dice and one community die from the middle of the table. When ready, all players roll simultaneously. The player whose colored die roll is the highest value picks first. In the case of a tie, tied players re-roll and then the higher number goes first. After the first player selects a die, play continues clockwise. When picking, the active player can choose either the colored die that they rolled or any white community die, not just the one that they rolled. If my colored die came up 10 and I rolled a d4 as well, I could still take my opponent's community d12 that they rolled, which came up, say, a 7. It still fits the requirement of that odd number I was looking for, but just not the colored die under 6. Every player must take one and only one die each round, whether they want to or not, whether it benefits them or not. This is where some strategy comes into the game. What die can you make use of? And if you can't use any of them, well, tough noogies. You must take one. Once a die is chosen, it is then placed on the player's mat with the results still showing. Be careful not to let the die change numbers. Once each player has selected a die, all unselected community dice are put back on the board. All unselected colored dice are returned to the appropriate player and the next round starts. You can keep rolling the same colored die every time if it just won't come up to the number you need. Just like I do. After five rounds, every player shows which gold cards they were able to complete, and those are flipped face up and score for the point value. The ones that were not completed are then discarded with no penalty. The game ends when the first player scores 15 or more points, and in case of a tie, the tied player with the fewest completed gold cards is declared the winner. Replayability With 92 gold cards, I feel that the replayability is strong in this game. The rules do state that if all gold cards have been gone through and discarded, shuffle them and continue playing. I can only imagine that this would happen at a higher play count. Games of three or four players, well, we usually only use about two-thirds of the deck. Components The player boards are a bit flimsy and might wear some, but they're not handled too much. The community board is a nice thick chipboard. The 92 gold cards are small, but of very nice quality. They're a bit hard to shuffle, but I'm okay with that, as they will stand up to some repeated use. I cannot see any need to sleeve them. The iconography is easy to read. The four sets of colored dice are all of good quality. My only complaint, though, in that is that the yellow dice can be a bit hard to read, but that is such a minor thing. Mythical Gaming has made a great game. Lunchtime Potential well, I think I'll paraphrase my coworker after we finished our first game of Dueling Dice at the office. Quote, this game, next week, again please. End quote. We were pressed for time to get that first inaugural game in, but I have no doubt that we can get future games in under 60 minutes. I have had the other two coworkers who played in that inaugural game ask that we play it again and tell me how much they liked it, which was a lot. Dueling Dice should be playable over lunch hour, no problem. Artwork There's no real artwork to the game. 
So we'll talk about the iconography and graphic design by Megan Callison and Walter Stevenson. It works very well, yet as I mentioned, this is where most people get tripped up at the start. The dice on the gold cards are either white, meaning any color, or colored, meaning a player's specific color. The dice might have a number with a positive or negative symbol, meaning equal to or higher or equal to or lower, or it might even say even or odd. These are the main symbols on the gold cards. Each of the polyhedral dice are also represented differently. The other type of symbol might be a circle that has a number and then the word any dice. This means you can roll any dice and have that number as a result. A four any dice could be any dice that has a four on it. The D4 all the way to the D20. White or colored. These gold cards typically though require two or three specific die results to complete them. The player mats have a lot of information on them. At the top, each of these iconographies is explained as well. Each point value card has a different color that makes it easier to tell them apart. All in all, once the symbols are understood, which like I said, takes one full set of dueling dice, it becomes an immediate hit. Other. The game comes ready to play four players out of the box, yet the game can play up to eight players as there are eight player mats, but there are only four sets of colored dice. Mythica Gaming now sells a pack of supplemental dice off their website. This will add four additional sets for the four additional players, but not to toot my own horn here, but that was my idea. It might make a tight fit in the box, but if you try hard enough, you can stuff that whole game in the box. Bang for the buck. The base game is $49.99 right off the Mythica Gaming website, which is www.mythicagaming.com and linked in the show notes. While that does seem a bit pricey, keep in mind that Dueling Dice comes with 72 polyhedral dice. That is a lot of dice. And the extra pack is only an additional $15. So for $65, you can have a game that can play 8 players. That is a good deal. Summary. Sadly... Sadly, I think Dueling Dice has made Roll For It obsolete for me. I have never played a game before and thought after just one play, I don't need to play a different game again. I love Roll For It. I have taught so many people how to play, and so many people have purchased Roll For It because of me. Well, I hope that those same people purchase Dueling Dice. It adds more strategy with the hidden knowledge and higher player counts that makes the game even better. There's more dice to choose from, and that's never a bad thing. Can you figure out what the other players need? If so, don't roll that die. Trying to link your cards together in one set to maximize your dice feels like you've really accomplished something. In one game, I made a huge comeback over the sun when he was at 12 points, and I had played it safe up until that point. I linked all three of my cards together, was able to score 9 points, bringing me from 7 to 16, then there are the other times I just need my color die to roll an odd number, and in all five turns, well, it was even every time. There is luck, yes, but as the box says, Dueling Dice truly is a strategy game for people who like rolling dice. I'm always looking for more games that are lunchtime friendly and appropriate. Go to my website and suggest one, just like listener Kev Khan did, who suggested Wits and Wagers from a few weeks ago. It was a great lunchtime game that was an instant hit with my coworkers. 
Leave your suggestion and I will try to obtain a copy and play it, then give you a shout out like Kev Khan. Again, you can leave that at podinbox.com slash eatlunchandboardgame in the chat section. I will monitor the chat section and also I will be answering questions if you ask any. As usual, you can reach out to me at www.eatlunchandboardgame.com, facebook.com slash groups slash eatlunchandboardgame, podinbox.com slash eatlunchandboardgame. Don't forget to rate and leave a review wherever you listen. And remember, board games build bridges. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.